This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The ex-platform question of the day, have you ever stormed a court or a field? 1201 Danino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. For those watching on the fan app and on the YouTube channel, Danino has his hand raised right now. Can I give you the greatest down the hall thing that I'll ever say. You mean the only conservative news talk station in town, Extra 106.3 with uh, Rhino and Tug and Lose in the morning. And, and what the are Kimmer, they doing in the afternoon? And the Kimmer and Pete Davis in the afternoon. Hmm. Yeah, and I listen to them on my drive home. And some stuff in between, right? Yes. And then some stuff after. Correct. Okay, can I give you the greatest down the hall moment? What's the Twitter question of the day? Uh, the Twitter question of the day, as you heard virtual me say, have you ever stormed a court or a field? Or a government building? Yeah, down the hall. Down the hall. Way down the hall. Now, someone was at the game last night, and they said that initially security was not letting the fans onto the court until North Carolina, the players and staff, went off the court. Oh, okay. So they were being polite Yeah. at Tech. I don't think they're that polite. I think security tries to stop kids and fans at other schools, and they're like, we're not listening. Oh, be they damned. listen. Be damned. They mind their P's and Q's oh, you at want Georgia to... Tech. Oh, so st- it's like red light, green light? Yeah. Yeah, red light. Something similar to that. And then green light happened. Yes. If you didn't make it to Braves Fest, 680 The Fan has you uh, up to date with audio and video interviews from Braves players, coaches, and Alex Anthopoulos as well. Go to 680thefan.com slash Braves Fest. Tap the app or search 680 The Fan on YouTube, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku. You can also watch this program and every program via those options. i got to start shaving a little bit more again. I've been a little bit lax. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, you don't twice care. a week. Uh, Alex Anthopoulos, you know, the guys who were at FanFest who talked to Alex Anthopoulos, they made it onto a couple of websites because the conversation was, again, about Alex Anthopoulos not wanting jerks. And he said he gave a whole story. So I texted with him this morning because it seems to be like a math problem. He said, here's what it is, reverse engineering. You guys will never figure out who it is because we've got 26 guys. And we actually play with more. But there's 30 teams, and these guys have been all over the place. He said, you'll never figure out who it is I'm, I'm talking about. He said there was a guy this trade deadline. Somebody he trusts, a player, said, don't. Don't. He's not for us. Don't. And he didn't give the name because that's not what he's going to do. He didn't give the name of a player he talked to. because, it, But he called it reverse engineering. I like that, uh, that um, term. It's you'll ingenious. never figure it out. And the Braves Clubhouse report will come your way at noon. You'll hear K-Mac talk to Chris Sale and Tyler Matzik, among others. Right now, it's time to hear Chris Domino's interview with the newest Brave left fielder, Jared Kelnick. Jared Kelnick, uh, first of all, welcome. Thank you. I was going to say, how is everything settling in? But I don't even know what that means because I know you'll be in Northport, Northport in a few weeks. So right. I, I don't know if that's settling there, if it's settling life before you head down there. What's yeah. it like? I mean, I've been out here for probably about like four days now, yeah. and it's already been so like smooth sailing. Like okay. the people have been great. Um, the transition's been really fun, honestly. Yeah. What's it like to, as a young guy? You know it's a business. You get drafted, it's a business. You got a contract, it's a business. You're over here, you're over there. They tell you where you're going to go, it's a business. But what's it like uh, at a young age now, changing teams, and this is, okay, look, I'm going to get an opportunity here that oh, no. might not have been presented to me someplace else. Right, yeah, no, I uh, – 
when I found out that I was coming here, I've heard nothing but the absolute best things yeah. about this organization. So um, I've been, you know, so excited to just learn and to meet new people and uh, have a new beginning. And, you know, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to getting going here. Yeah. Tell everybody, if you were going to uh, book on you is what? If Braves fans are listening to this, what's the what's the book? on? Yeah, uh, you know. I would say the biggest thing is you're going to get 110% effort out of me every single day. Um, that's kind of just how I was raised, and that's I feel like that's my obligation to go out there and give it everything I got. Um, you know, I've had some ups and downs early in my career, like throughout the big leagues, but, you know, here having a, a new star with an unbelievable staff so far that everyone that I've met, um, you know, I think you're going to get a lot more out of me. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to playing in front of this fan base because I came here last year in like I think April or May, and uh, it was you know it was the best atmosphere that we had played in front of, uh, and it was I was excited. Yeah, tell me about young guy ups and downs. The expectations are always look. You have high expectations right. for yourself. Uh, they put stuff out in the paper. This is what this guy is going to be. How much? I don't want to say how much of a benefit can it be to have those struggles early, but what's it like when you're in the middle of it, when you don't know you might get something out of it? Yeah, I mean, I think in in life, right, when you're in it, you're in it. So it's tough to see the positivity when you're in it. Um, But I've... I've been blessed with like such an unbelievable team behind me and my family to help get me to the other side of it. And there's so many valuable lessons that come from it, but you know, this isn't, it isn't like now, like I got it figured out. I don't think you ever really got it figured out. This game's going to chew you up and spit you out. And it's all about just learning from, you know, instances. And I've had, I've had some pretty low lows and, but the good thing is, is that I've done everything I can to learn from those mistakes. I've learned from, you know, everything I possibly can. And it's ultimately made me who I am today. And uh, I couldn't be more excited to apply everything that I've learned so far and to continue to learn uh, out on the field. Yeah. We talked for a second. So I, about 30 years in one town and I watched and you would know uh, as a baseball fan, there's been a lot of highs. There's been some lows been some great baseball here hall of fame players and it's it's an incredible thing to watch those guys play but the one thing i've also noticed is that sometimes when young guys struggle there's too many people in their ears Mm -hmm. and young guys have to figure out for themselves what do i what do i take in what do i not want i need to be left alone now i mean is that also part of what people don't understand about no doubt it's a 24-hour day and somebody might have something for you 21 of those hours they're trying to tell I think, you something. I think, too, like, when you when you first get to the major leagues, and I got there at 21, right. so, like, I was super young. And I think when you – it's an intimidating thing when you first get there. Um, and like you said, you have all these people in your ear. You have all these things being said about, which they're great. Like, don't get me wrong. But what you don't realize is, like, once you when you get to the major leagues, there's a lot more distractions. And – like that's like what the best players are able to do is that they're able to eliminate all those distractions and it still be just a baseball game. And like, that's something that I, I felt like when I first got to the big leagues, I like struggled with because I never really had that many distractions before. And, um, and so like, it's been a working progress to like understand the things that like I don't need to be thinking about and the, the right things to be thinking about. And when you're up there facing the best in the world every single day, if you're thinking about, you know, what somebody said or trying to do something for somebody else, it's a hard game to play. Yeah. The best players, the the, the not so good streaks, they get short. That's how they become the best players. It's the and they don't take it 
the old for eight, two games in a row. Okay, what do I do day three? It's gone. It's washed. Right. It's really hard to, yeah. to wash. No doubt, especially when, when you're not playing that well and people are talking about it, you know? You're trying to get away from it. You're trying to just be a baseball player, and that's like, Again, you, you get to the major leagues, there's so many things that you can get distracted by, whether it's what somebody says, what somebody thinks. But at the end of the day, like, it's, it's your career, and it's all about what you think and what you think is going to be, what's going to make me the best teammate and player I can be. So let's talk about a good stretch. When you're, I've always said you're, you're at the park 10 minutes early. When you're going, well, man, i, I got to get to the park. I'm ready to get to the park. But the walk from the on-deck circle to the box when you're going well, can you describe what that feels like when you say, I am? Yeah, I don't care about you tonight. Yeah, yeah. Usually when I'm, I feel like when I'm locked, I already have an idea of how he's gonna try and throw me, um, and I'm just like that one step ahead. So it's like I notice that like when I'm really going good, um, I'm anticipating like kind of what they're gonna, what they're gonna throw me and where, um, and then I adjust my approach based off of that. There's been a lot of times like when when I have been going hot that I've basically like called every pitch before they throw it in my head, and uh, and that's a fun place to be because baseball it gets a lot easier when you can do that but then there's times where you could throw the rosin bag up there and i'm swinging it and miss oh you so. can tell me what's coming yeah and i'm not exactly yeah, yeah yeah and i uh but yeah that's and then you just feel like a sense of confidence that like when you yeah. go up there like you're gonna do some damage you may get out but you're gonna hit something hard so what filmed the uh are you a film guy? Like, I don't even know. Yeah, you, I try, you, yeah, yeah, I try to be, you know, I, I, I early in my career, I, I watched a ton of film and, um, you know, I kind of would talk myself into like a slump and I've tried to like get away from it. You're, uh, not, you're not the first guy to tell me that, by the way, you love the fact that it's available. I love you it. You love it's the great. fact that if you want to go to it, you can. Yeah. But there are certain times when yeah. you go, I'm out. Yeah. And I think. I think when we're all at our best, it's a feel thing, right? Like you can feel that when it's going right and you can feel when something's off. And so it's a, it's a feel game, right? It's not like in golf, like it's a feel game. Yeah. Like you can sit there and watch video until the cows come home. But <laughs> at the end of the day, like, if the club doesn't feel right, yeah, if the you doesn't got, feel make right. the adjustment and like, and just feel your body, like just be an athlete. So I've tried to get away from just sit there studying video because I would watch it for hours, like trying to figure out what was going on. But then like you are chasing something that you're watching on a screen instead of like, again, I talk about distractions, right? Like that's something that can be a right. distraction from when you go up to the plate. Like your job is to put the ball in play and get on base. So if you're thinking about, well, my hands are here and this, you're not thinking about the right stuff. So it's like trying to get back to, what I'm trying to do, and it's... How did I get here? Exactly. Like, that's the thing. Exactly. How did I get here? It's yeah. And the other thing, too, is, and again, I don't know if you're of the age yet, and I, and I wish it upon everybody, where sometimes I'm going to do more. I'm in the cage longer. Uh, some days it just flips. Some days, Seitzer is one of the guys. I've talked to Chipper, and, and put it down. Yeah. Today's not a day. I'm not gonna, If I'm not going well, why do I actually want to have bad habits? Put it down for the day. Yeah. And I think that's sort of the thing that young guys, oh, but they're looking at me, how hard am I working? And you go, that's not really what it is. It's not a, it's not a show. No doubt. Yeah, and I think that, you know, sometimes you can, you know, you feel like that sense of, you know, obligation. Like, yeah. i got to ha have, you know, 500 swings today or whatever. But, like, we're all professionals here, you know, and to be able to, just because you maybe not feeling good, you don't have to go overboard. Yeah. Like it'll it'll be there. You just gotta trust it. You know they talk about, you know half the or ninety percent of the game is mental. 
Well, if you can just tell yourself, remind yourself, like, I'm nasty, I'm going to go up there and do my job, like, you don't even need to hit. <laughs> what, what does nasty mean? Nasty means that it, it doesn't matter who you are today. Na well, na nasty is like, yeah, like the lingo I, you're saying? Yeah, nasty like in your word. Like, right, yeah. When, well, when I think of nasty, yeah. I think of someone that's just like, like Austin Riley or Matt Olson, those guys are nasty. Acuna, like I mean, the whole team here is nasty. But like, it's just you're really good and you're savage. And the idea that look, this lineup when it's going well, good lord, it's not only protection. Um, right. It's not about your individual numbers, but your numbers are going to be there with a lineup like this because exactly. it almost it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and I think the cool part about uh, I guess from my perspective yeah. is like what I'm really excited about is that just like you said lineup one through nine is incredible and you have so many talented players that everybody can just come in and just focus on themselves and do their job michael nobody, harris got to be filthy hitting in a nine hole yeah nobody has to feel like they got to be the guy every time right you know you know i've i've like there Did was you have those feelings at totally time? Yeah. yeah it's hard not to like right. when especially when like like i remember last year like we weren't playing that well and um we like we were losing a lot of games and a lot of guys just we we just weren't on it right and that happens that's baseball but i think what made it last a little bit longer than we had anticipated was you had so many guys that were like trying to be the guy and then they were trying to do more right, right? instead of just put it down and this game is not just put it that. down like it, let the game come to you and and i was guilty of that too though like it's easy for me to sit here and say this now because i'm done with it but like <laughs> Like, that was something that I learned that, you know, hopefully, like, moving forward, I can just get better at that, you know? Have you had a chance to talk to Kevin Seitzer yet? Yeah. Yeah, we talked uh, yesterday for Good. quite a while. Good. Because he's a guy that wants to see you do you. Right. Where it's not a lab. Yeah. I and I that. need that. Yeah. I need You that. do? Yeah. You need room? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I know you're running around. We appreciate it. Listen, yeah. I know the Atlanta fan base is really looking forward to it. Uh, left field. It's go get it, go hold it. Yes. Go everything you're supposed to do here. And I, and it, it just feels good. I, I, I talked to Alex about why he did the deal. And everything he told me was everything that you want to hear as a guy who's going to be watching a baseball team for a yeah. season. So congratulations thank on all this. Thank you so much. Good luck here. Thanks, Jared. All right. Really thank appreciate you. it. Jared yes, Kelman, thanks. new Braves left fielder from Braves Fest. To catch up on all of the interviews from Braves Fest, go to 680thefan.com slash Braves Fest. Tap the app or search 680thefan on YouTube, Amazon, Fire, Apple TV, and Roku. No, we got to go. Do you believe him now at the right age? Can you imagine being 21 and being told you're not living up to the expectations? And there's no pressure now. He's going to bat toward the bottom, if not at the bottom of the lineup. When we come back, more record-shattering numbers for the NFL into the red zone. You hit another one of those buttons, I'm going to come in and break We the go fans. next. It's Domino Angelini. It's the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. 
The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. The X-Platform question of the day, have you ever stormed a court or a field? Or a government building. Yeah? Atlanta's only conservative news talk station. Rhino Lowe's and Tug in the morning. Pete Davis and, of course, the Kimmer in the afternoon. 106.3 FM. I, I'm gonna, it doesn't... We have Domino and Cellini. 60 years Domino sports talk experience. I heard you drop that. A humble brag to Jared Kelnick during that conversation. 30 years you've seen some things in this town. What is it they keep telling us around here? I know. If you hey, don't promote yourself... Know who you are, yeah. so you got to tell them why you would say this. What are you thinking? We're, we're just trying to be... They don't uh, know me. Yeah, we're just trying to be team players. That's man, all. you're a sly one there, my man. Work it in, Billy, and when it, you can. And it doesn't mean success. But I'm going to tell you something about Kellen also sitting down. Boy, does he look the part. I don't know a ton about his... I, I knew his name at 21 because you come up at 21 even if you're out there on the West Coast, upper West Coast. I'm not going to follow him every day, but I do know that at 24, you got a guy who's controllable, ridiculous amount of years controllable, and you think you can fix him. Boy, does he look the part. I will bet you he was the guy who did everything in high school. I didn't Wikipedia him. I don't Football, really baseball, about basketball, and whatever else he was, wanted to do. A, a natural king, athlete. The prom king. He dated the prom queen. Probably on an Olympic team. I will guarantee you one thing, and I don't know this as a fact. I will guarantee. You know how you like to say, oh, they, they'd make some babies? I will guarantee you he's dating an athlete. I will guarantee you at some point, you and I, if we stood him next to each other, we would go, what the hell would that be? Gary Sheffield used to play in the outfield for the Braves, and he said this Hall of Fame process is flawed. Only got 63% of the vote. Of course, 75% is required to be a Hall of Famer. And he said he was surprised. He thought he was going to make it yep. this past year. And, of course, he didn't. So he was on a Brett Boone podcast. We're hopefully going to pull a little bit of sound because he has more than hinted that he thinks he's a Hall of Famer. As a matter of fact, I, I'll take that. He knows he's a Hall of Famer. That connection with Barry Bonds, that one year, it seems, might have been two years, but off seasons of working out with Bonds when all of a sudden the cream becomes a thing, he's out of the Hall of Fame. There's no, you know what? It's like the Ozzy Albies, is he a top 10 second baseman in baseball? Go ask guys who played with and around Gary and Sheffield. And that's what Gary Sheffield said. You have to talk to guys that have been around, not just me, but any player going up for the Hall of Fame. And these guys haven't been around me. Well, it's a lot me. of writers. Look, again, Chipper wasn't going to bang the writers the other day. It's not really, it doesn't behoove you to bang the writers. But the, but the system is flawed. So Gary Sheffield maybe is in line. You know what he is? He's on the worst list possible. What's the worst list possible? The greatest player never to. That's the golf one. Best player to never win a major. Gary Sheffield is going to be, if he doesn't get into the Hall of Fame, and he will get in with the veterans. I have no it's doubt It's just going to take mind. so much longer than he feels it should have, and a lot of people feel that it should have, including Chipper Jones. I can make a case Gary Sheffield's a top five all-time talented guy to not be in the Hall of Fame right now. So we have 60-plus years, Chuck and Chernoff, 50-plus years of experience in this town when it comes to sports talk radio. They're going to be on the road tomorrow celebrating 
the beginning of the golf season, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am Tournament at Firemaker Brewery, 975 Chattahoochee Avenue in West Atlanta. And they're going to be giving away golf prizes, including free rounds of golf, 680 T-shirts, other golf items, two to six on Thursday, as in tomorrow at the Firemaker Brewery. Or is that tonight? No, no, that is tomorrow. Yeah, that's, that's tonight. One of those words. We all have words that are tough to say. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a hard one for me. I am, I am in the same boat a lot. I, listen, I do not a, like that word. I agree. That word is a little bit tough. Do you know, I heard they're giving away a foursome at Augusta. I haven't seen that anywhere. Oh, okay. But maybe I just heard throw it out there and they'll storm the castle tomorrow. The goat confirms what we knew all along that story in about five minutes. Punching it in from the goal line. This is the drive into the red zone brought to you by Realtree, your number one source for camouflage and the great outdoors. Realtree, family, friends and the outdoors at Realtree.com. Well, the good news just keeps coming in when it comes to NFL viewership. Overall, this was the most watched playoffs ever. An Put average. the damn games on regular TV. Uh, they were for the most part. Mad Dog on regular TV, averaging 38 and a half million viewers per game. And it went up round by round by round. If you added up the viewership, is it more years that me, you, Matt, and Chuck have done this for a living? It's probably close. What was it, 58 and 56? Yes. We're 60, they're 50. Damn, the NFL wins. For the conference championship games. We were close. 9%, the 12 playoff games increased over last year. The wild card round, 31.2. The divisional round, 40. And then the conference championship round, as you said, 56.1 million on average. I saw the numbers in City where the teams who were playing, like 79%, and they're bragging about that. 79% of the TVs were on the Kansas City Chiefs and the Kansas City In Kansas City, 81% of the people weren't watching, or maybe you were without power or you were at somebody's house. 21%. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, 21%. I don't. What what were you doing? I don't know. I have no earthly idea. Can I figure that out? The uh, average ticket price for the Super Bowl skyrockets to an average again of ten thousand seven hundred dollars. It's a big number. Last year it was five thousand seven hundred ninety-five dollars no, no for the Chiefs and way. Eagles. I'm just telling you, it's, it's ten thousand a ticket because it's Vegas. I'm just telling you, that's what people are reporting. Don't yell at me. Don't shoot the messenger. Well, brother. then have the Super Bowl in Vegas every year. This seems to be good business. I'm, how is yeah. that not being proposed? I don't know. You know what we need here? Gambling. There's more fallout, incidentally, from this Justin Tucker incident on the Chiefs' end of the field. Now, Patrick Mahomes talked about it, and let's just say he was a little bit more diplomatic than Travis Kelsey was, and we'll hear from Travis Kelsey or talk about what he said momentarily. Here's Mahomes. I've had like seven years of, of kind of doing that same warm-up routine, and there's only been, a, I think, like three occasions where there's been a kicker that wasn't a... Uh, because uh, you usually talk to the guys, there's been a kicker that wasn't necessarily moving out the way, or you kind of you weren't kind of sharing the field um, in the right way. And I mean, it was in Baltimore all three times. So um, I, he does that little stuff. I think to try to get under our skin. Now, Travis Kelsey on his podcast with his brother said Justin Tucker was being a Blanken Johnson. He didn't say it that way, but I think you can read between the lines. I think what I understand, Travis Kelsey was mic'd up. We actually can actually hear that exchange. What, are you going to cry now? Come on, cry for me. His eyes were yellow. Come on, cry. Get your out of here. He said, you want to be a Blank and Johnson? You're messing with the wrong guy because I surely can one-up you. And then he did, you know, tossing the helmet in the football. He didn't belong down there. No. He he was doing that on purpose. I, I agree. Look, with Patrick, what the Chiefs are saying. I've been on the field three hours early. I, I, an hour early. I've seen what's happening. 
Again, Mahomes, diplomatic, whatever, I talked to the guy. Travis Kelsey wasn't in the mood to talk to anybody. Certainly not somebody wearing the other uniform. Look, here's what I believe Travis Kelsey told him. Oh, it's nice. Please move your stuff. What he should have told him is I'll snap your leg and I'll feed it to another guy on this team. I will snap your leg right off your body. You know what you're going to? You're going you're to be jobless. And you heard Mahomes say in my years in the league, he's the only one that's done this. No, no, no. That's not what he's saying. No, no, no. Mahomes is saying it's it's happened a lot. This is... I, I thought he said that. No, Justin no, Tucker you talk was, to guys. It's happened before. He's the guy we that shared, does this all no, the time. No, no, I think he's saying we've shared the field Maybe before. Maybe I misunderstood what he said then. Yeah, Travis Kelsey had no interest in the story. And I think he probably told him, you know what I'm going to do? They're going to target me the first 10 times. I'm going to catch all 10. I'm going to score a touchdown. My understanding I'm going to snap your leg and I'm going to feed it to somebody. This is Tucker's M.O. This is what he likes to do. No, I, I, am I right? I think Mahomes is saying that it happens sort of all around the NFL. He said it only happened three, every, all three times in Baltimore. Yeah, that's what I thought he said. I thought he was saying I get along with people. I just, hey, no, man, how but, you doing? But Tucker's the one. That's your family. He's the guy. Uh, Jerry Gray is staying. He's the guy on the Falcon staff along with Jay Rogers. He's coming over to become the new defensive line coach. Jeremy Fowler from ESPN joined Chuck and Chernoff in those 50 years combined of sports talk experience. He talked about how the Falcons are viewed around the league. I actually don't think Atlanta was ignored at all. I think that's why Bill Belichick wanted it. You know, it's a good roster that's a quarterback away. I think that's pretty clear. Even at the senior bowl, talking to people here, um, it's a good team. It's got the ability to win 10, 12 games, you know, if you can get the right person as the, sort of the trigger man at quarterback. You know, defense probably needs to add a few more pieces up front, but overall, they've built it pretty nicely. How the so hell did a quarterback and an edge rusher? How did the Chargers go 5 and 12? Again, better job out here. Better job. Look at this. We got this. We got that. They went 5 and 12 with the quarterback. I'm sticking to my guns. This job was a better job than San Diego. I believe it. Division comes into play. Conference comes into play. They've had a quarterback there, and they still only won five games. Now, maybe Justin Herbert, when he met him, what did Jim Harbaugh say? I was in all of them. Yeah, starstruck. Starstruck. I think that's the term that he used. Uh, you better snap out of it because you're going to have to fix what's between his ears. Because that guy's done nothing but lose. Isn't he 31 and 37 as a starting quarterback? Right. But he's saying, I'm the guy. I know. This guy's a star, and I'm going to make him an even bigger star. I can make Jim Harbaugh. That if you're telling me the Falcons are a quarterback away, this is a better job. And we'll talk about what Jim Harbaugh is getting paid with the Chargers momentarily. But we talked about perhaps Justin Fields being the quarterback of the future for the Falcons. Jeremy Fowler talked about that. He needs an offense that's going to accentuate his skill sets, sort of mask his weaknesses, right? You're running them, but you're running them judiciously or you're not getting them hurt. You have a good running game around them. The example given to me by some people in the league is Ryan Tannehill. When Tannehill had a good play caller and O.C. Arthur Smith, of course, who you know, and he had Derrick Henry in his prime, and he had some good pieces around him. They had A.J. Brown emerging. was a pretty good quarterback. He got himself a, a big contract. Justin Fields is a little bit like Tannehill, only more athletic with more ability. What? The guy's one year into his career, and we all believe that the Bears are kind of goofed up. They're kind of goofed up. I don't know what he is and what he's not. I didn't expect to hear Ryan Tannehill, who had a resurgence later in his career. Doesn't this kid still have raw ability and raw talent? So he's two years in, ran for 1,000 yards as a rookie, no consistency there in Chicago. They traded away his best receiver to move up. Um, or they got, I'm sorry, they got a good receiver, and, and they thought in that trade right. with Carolina they were going to be better this year. And, and he kind of came on toward the end of the year. We saw what he did. 
against the Falcons. That touchdown pass that he threw to D.J. Moore, I think, was his best pass he's ever thrown. So, you know, at, at the expense of Jesse Bates and the Falcons. So, so he got better as the season went on. Do, do they want to keep him around even though they, they can get Caleb Williams? That's the question. Well, I just read something about Caleb Williams. I'll, I'll hold off on that. Or somebody agrees that he didn't want to use the word squirrely, but, but I do believe that the three-page article is about, well, be careful with this guy. Be careful with this guy because there are certain things you want to he, he might not check your boxes. Here's my thing again about Justin Fields. Do you think Zach Robinson is that guy? Do you think he's the guy that can unlock or figure out what to do with Justin Fields? I think I'm they're not, having that conversation at Flowery Branch as we speak. I just don't know what is that. Like, what do I have to give up? What do I have to give up? I don't think you have to give up a first-rounder. I ask you again. If he was in this draft, is he a first-round pick? He might not be eight first-round, but he's supposed to be. Justin Fields is supposed to be top eight. Do you give up your first-round pick, your eighth overall pick? I'm trading. I will trade my pick for something else that you have, right? Like, do you want to move up? Um, Or if Jaden Daniels drops down to eight, I saw another mock saying he's there at eight. Do you take him? Well, that would mean you didn't do the Justin Fields deal because I'm not going to have Justin Fields and Jaden Daniels on my roster. Unless, like I said yesterday, you draft every quarterback. You just draft... All quarterbacks. I got a question. We're going to do something unprecedented. Like when the Saints traded their entire draft class for Ricky Williams. Only in this instance, we're going to keep our picks, and every pick's going to be a quarterback. Here's my question. We got to find one that way, right? I'm willing to play the game. I won't play mock drafts. I don't even know what the chart is. I'll trade this pick for that pick, and I need this many points. I, I have no idea. I'm lost. The idea that something that worked 30 years ago in the NFL still works today in the points, I don't get it. Here's my thing. Do you look to do a Justin Fields deal beforehand, or do you do it after? Like, Daniels, we can't move up to five. Therefore, we still need a quarterback. We're not going to spend eight on it. you're going to make the move if you make the move now. And then, no matter what, you're out of the quarterback business. No matter what presents itself. Guy's still there at eight. We wanted Penix. He was still there. Oh, God. It's a crapshoot. You're not going to come to the press conference and say that. You think you have to do the deal beforehand, and if you get fields, you're obviously out of the quarterback. Then you focus on the defensive side of the ball, the defensive line, some receivers as well, because like we said, Drake London is the only wide receiver as of right now under contract, and Zach Robinson likes to run those three receiver sets. Just make sure I understand that you have more receivers. You don't think Justin Fields is worth the eighth pick in the draft? Today as is, two years under his belt. I don't think he is. No. So he's not worth the eighth pick? I I personally don't think so. Well, then you don't trade your eighth pick for him. That's what you don't do. Don't don't force it. You don't believe? Not to that extent. You don't believe? Not to that extent. All right. I'm just trying to figure out what you think he is. I think it's really hard. Like, I just heard Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, for those that don't remember, was a receiver who converted to quarterbacks. He was very athletic. So I think maybe that's a part of the reason as to why. How many years did it take for him to actually have a year that everybody said, oh, he's pretty good? I mean, I ain't got that kind of time, brother. He struggled. My ass will be fired before that ever happens. I mean, everybody knows about his challenges with the Dolphins, especially Miko Grimes, the wife of Brent Grimes. Oh, that's right. He had a vicious round and round via social media. Poor that, Brent. Brent never said two words. That was social what a media. Nice, nice guy he was. I can't. I can't figure out that relationship. That was social media at its best and its worst. It's really hard to have something be something at its best and its worst. But her going after people, are they still married? You know, that's a very good question. I haven't heard they're apart. Maybe that's why they got along. He was. He was just a kid that stayed quiet. And at the time, he was a kid, and, and Miko took care of everything else. He's a lot, man.
Listen, I like my women strong. You can have an opinion. I'm all for it, but that was public. Guy we used to work with had the greatest lineup. First time I heard it, I didn't stop laughing for 30 minutes. He said, in a diner somewhere, to a server, I like my coffee, like I like my women, white and lumpy. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Got a kick out of it. Oh, Kirby got a kick out of it, too. Yeah. Albert Breer of SI.com says... What now? Uh, what, what is it with all these people Bobby you Bobby Slowick, he is staying with the Texans, and he's making a lot more money. A significant raise is what he's getting ah. to stay put. Isn't it great? Jobs open. Whether yeah. you take the jobs or not, you go talk to some people. You know you're going to make more money Excuse no me. matter what happens. Excuse me, like Mr. Ben Johnson. You know he's going to make more money with Detroit for staying. Excuse me, Mr. Who Pays Me. You know what this is? This is a plane ticket to Washington. Yeah. It's a plane ticket. I don't want to get on the plane, but I think I have to get on the plane. Then you stop the guy from getting on the plane. Uh, speaking of uh, coaching, I guess Mike McDonald, he's still the Ravens defensive coordinator, met with Seattle yesterday, and I guess he's meeting with them again today. What did he do in the second half of that game? Uh, he shut out Kansas City. That's a good way to get on a plane. You know, I know we lost, but, you know, I adjusted. Oh, my fault. I made the adjustments that after monkey. the first couple of series. I, I wouldn't, that monkey. I can't get far enough he's, away from that guy. He's out there, you know, 82% of the time. <laughs> passing the football. Uh, speaking of passing the football, we know that Detroit went for it twice on fourth down, and Josh Reynolds dropped a couple of passes there. That's bad. He said, you know, I didn't want to drop him, but blank happens. All of a sudden, he's that bumper sticker. I don't really know if that's the right way to look at it. Yeah, it seems a little too soon. To just drop a blank happens. Maybe a little too cavalier. How does he get away with that in Detroit? I don't know. Like, what is Dan Campbell going to say if he really said that? What is Dan Campbell going to say? Dan Campbell doesn't seem like the type of guy that really wants to have the, you know, blank happens. Well, he was very laid back, it seemed, and gregarious, borderline gregarious when he came off the field after that first drop because they still had the lead. Well, la-di-da. We're good. Dan Campbell doesn't seem like the type of guy that you just want to casually, a couple of days after that loss, put that out there. Then you got Jerry Jones saying, oh, yeah, I could foresee myself one day working with Bill Belichick. We're great friends. Known him for years. Yeah, this could very well happen. He also said they're going all in this year. Yeah, well, I don't know. They should go all in. I won't miss Every year. Glory, oh. What are they? they? What are they been the doing? Dallas Cowboys. What have they been doing for 30 years? Like, that is the, listen, he, he's older. Uh, he's had a lot of drinks in his day. I don't know if he was drinking when he said this. How did he think that that comment was going to play in and around the sports world? We get stuck on that all week. We're going all in this year. And we mean it this time. This with, time we're with very Mike serious. McCarthy, who, by the way, he said, you know, he's had some really good regular seasons. Well, we've fallen a little bit short. And he said he didn't see a need to disrupt the offseason. And fire Mike McCarthy. But then he said this yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. One day, you know, somewhere down the road, never say never when it comes to Bill Belichick. Like now, maybe like maybe five games in. Well, I mean, there's talk, obviously, and you've talked about this, and now others are talking about it, that the Cowboys and the Eagles. Now, Jerry Jones is a lot more public about it, but privately, the word is the Eagles are, are doing the same thing. If Nick Sirianni struggles oh, out of no the game, doubt. you know, break glass and enter Bill Belichick. Maybe the greatest... 
Here he comes to save the day. But again, I'm going to look back at his last handful of years and say, be careful, because I'm not sure life is that easy. I want to let you hear something. This is your boy. Who, give me in your... No, no, no. I mean it. Look, you're laughing. I don't drop your boy usually, very often. Usually that's a bad thing. I, no, he's your boy. When somebody gets called your boy. I'll tell you why he's your boy. Here's your list. Give me the three people who you think are the most handsome people ever. Uh, Troy Aikman. Go ahead. <laughs> Christopher Reed. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Yes, yeah, no, yes, no, no, yes. No, who we're going to hear from. Oh, you mean Give me one more. And, and Daniel Craig. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're going to hear from Troy Aikman. This is Troy Aikman. Adam's asking about Brad Pitt. Now, now Brad Pitt obviously is handsome. I'm just saying. Are you, do you not listen to the show? That uh, that uh, Henry Cavill fella yeah. is higher on your but list. Again, I'll tell you, that, that scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The antenna he's, he's on the roof. the antenna on the roof for me. What about that Federer? Open? Nah, Federer. This, beautiful. I need more to go on. I need more meat on the bone. Watch your mouth. He's got a tennis body. Nick doesn't approve. Yeah. Listen, Troy Aikman. After he's won three Super Bowls, so he's, he's post three Super Bowls. I've never heard this cut before. Troy Aikman decides to let a couple of people have it. Oh, you haven't heard this when he flips out on the sidelines? No, no, no. But I hadn't heard the end of it when he talks about the coaching part of it. He's just talking to anybody willing to listen. listen he's to not this. talking to anybody in general no, no, no. either. But I had always heard the going of the lineman. I never heard the end where he starts oh, yeah. to talk about the coach and the coaching staff. Somebody's got to get their attention. And, I'm, and I'm, I'll tell you, Jack, I am tired of being a guy who's got to run down everybody's damn throat all the time. Why don't we have a coach that gets over there and does something about it? Instead, we want to go over and pat everybody on the ass, and they haven't done their job all night. Guys out there off, and nobody says anything about it. we got a head coach that won't say anything about it. we got coaches offensively that won't do anything about it. Poor Jack's wow. just standing there minding his own business. Who is Jack? I don't know who Jack Whitman is, but I know, I know who he's talking about, Barry Switzer. The go-back guy? Like, what is, I don't know who Jack he is. He said, he, he did the sit-down a couple of years ago with Jack Buck, and he said, I, I retired because Barry Switzer was the coach. Well, he's fed up there. Yeah. You can tell, there's a point in the clip where the, the camera, like, pans to the guy he's talking to, Jack. Yeah. White hair. And he's just guy. lost. Yeah, yeah no <laughs> yeah. doubt about it. But I'm, I'll tell you, Jack. Jack's catching shrapnel. Jack is almost like the, the guy that pulls the head cable for the... Uh, he just wants... And it is Barry Switzer, by the way. My point is, how would you like to have a guy maybe... With all due respect to Desmond Ritter. With all due respect to Terla Heineke. With all due respect to Marcus Mariota. He, that clip starts with him yelling at offensive linemen, by the way. You guys think this is funny. You guys think this is... He ain't done nothing all night. I love that. Like, that to me is wonderful. I'd love to have a quarterback. We talked about, uh, what did we talk about? White receivers? Shorter white receivers? Yeah, Lab McConkie is getting all kinds of praise uh, at the Senior Bowl, okay. so we started bringing it up. Right, Julian Edelman is the guy that I keep talking about. Rex Ryan has done it longer. Julian Edelman is the next star on TV. And I'll give you why Julian Edelman is the next star on TV. My rookie dinner, we went to Capitol Grill, and we rolled there, and, like, there's a paying scale. So if you're the first pick, you pay half of it. Then each round, it goes less and less. Like, I had to pay, like, 2500 bucks, which was a lot of money. I, my signing bonus was forty nine grand. We made the mistake. We'll give them a set menu and stuff and a set amount of drinks. Veterans came in there immediately. Yo, give us the Louis fourteenth or thirteenth. We want the whole bottle. Make it two. Brady comes in forty five minutes later. He orders like a thirty five thousand dollar bottle of wine. Takes one sip and leaves. I think the bill was like two hundred grand. Uh oh. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Set menu. Oh yeah, set menu. Yeah, well, you it's just, not going to work out well. Well, you pissed him off and insulted yeah. him at the same time. He was the seventh-round pick, by the way, Edelman. He said he got in for 2500 
How do you spend two hundred thousand dollars at a dinner? By I ordering, uh, taking a sip drinks. and leaving. Yeah, it's the drinks, man. Yeah. Taking a sip and leaving. It's not the steak; it's the drinks. Um, when we come back, this Braves veteran says he knew what was coming all along. We'll talk about it next on the home of the Braves. It's the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. Friday at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. Let's give away a pair right now, though, to caller number six at 404-231-168. We've got to get Alice on. I know. If you I've call, never talked to Alice. Okay, All I want to do is talk to Alice. If you call somebody a freak, is that acceptable now? Like, do people go, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, Rob Zombie, I'm a, yeah. I'm a freak when in, it comes in, to Rob Zombie. In this instance, it's a badge of sure. honor. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want anybody to get in trouble. I don't know what the word freak means anymore. So the band's name was Alice Cooper, and then he separated from the band and wanted to keep the name yeah. and had to, had to pay some money. There was, there was some lawsuits exchanged to get got, that name. I, he had some bean counter telling him, here's what the name is worth. You've already established a little bit of something. We put you on the road. What's his real name again? Uh, Vince Fernier, I believe. Yeah, Vince Fernier. Yeah, that's For correct. me to sell tickets, is, it's not going to work. Just be Alice Cooper. Now, did he legally change his own name to Alice Cooper? Like Jim Helwig was, legally changed his name to Warrior. Not the ultimate warrior, just Warrior. Yeah, because I think he would have gotten sued if he said, oh, do you think Alice Cooper or somebody in his, they went down to the courthouse and changed his name? So, again, if you pull him over, right. do you know how fast you were going, Mr. Cooper? Yes. And you might not recognize him. That's I'm assuming. What his license says, in other words. Do you think that's all of his hair? My mm, guess is no. No. Yeah, my guess is no. That's I don't want to ask him that, though. Yeah, but that's the one thing you probably can't be in that world, right? You can't be the balding version. No, you have to just take it all off. Or Like Gene Simmons couldn't be the balding version of that guy. No. You can't, be, you, can't have a, you can't be a demon with male pattern baldness. I don't think. You got that big... Who the hell was the guy in the Spurs? Why am I doing Manager Ginobili. Mm-hmm. You got that big Manager Ginobili spot. You see how many here, times, right? like the last couple of years of the tour, the Gene Simmons fell down? No, I haven't. Is there in those big boots? Yeah, it's all. Is there like a clip? They yeah, just, on stage, yeah. backstage. You know, after a while, it's, can't wear that stuff. Well, you can as long as 
you know, the show must go on. You can't you can't be wearing Birkenstocks if you're him going out on stage to be Gene Simmons. But it's really hard to look cool. You know, you have the blood on your mouth and the tongue is out, and then you fall. fall. Yeah, that I might laugh back from. I don't normally like. I'm not you. I don't laugh at old people falling down. That I might see. That's by choice. You're wearing that outfit. You're wearing Skechers and you fall. It's not funny. You know, you're mall walking. If you're dressed like Gene Simmons, you're the demon and you fall. And you it's shouldn't. that old people fall where it's hard to get up. Yeah. And that, it would be hard to get up in general, what he has on. But especially That's if you're that heavy age, and, yeah. and wearing that. Anyway. You don't know if it should help or not. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened a couple of times, too. A couple of roadies came out. They weren't really sure what to do. They had to kind of help them up. You're going to be mad if we try to help them up? With the demonettes. Historic night for Tech's head coach. We'll get to that a little past the top of the hour. But Charlie Morton, you talked to him as well. I did. Did you not you line up something down there Whoa. for us when we go down there the week of the 19th? Do you understand? Now, you got you to gotta also understand. It's preseason. Nobody's down there. And it's saying hello to Kelnick, introducing yourself. Chris Sale, introducing yourself. Some of the other guys you know. And it, I, I didn't really care about Chris Sale's spin rate. You know, Charlie, Mor- Charlie Morton and I got into a conversation about is social anxiety. And what if I would have told that guy back in 2007, he's going to be on the mound closing games out. He's not for everybody. It re- It's like Spencer Strider. Well, he's a talker, man. But it's not for everybody. Hey, man, what's he talking about? But when you're 40 years old and you've done and seen everything, he said, you know, I didn't really think about it, whether or not I was coming back. Didn't really think about it for a couple of weeks after the season ended, whether or not Alex Anthopoulos was going to pick up my option. I had to be a dad. You know what? And if he called me, he called me. And if he didn't, he didn't. We talked about that. His kids, I think, are age 5 to 10. He's got four kids, 5 to 10. We brought up the going to Target to buy a birthday. I, I asked him, I said, what's it like? you got this, you know, social anxiety. You're a parent of an 8-year-old, and there's a party at a jumpy house. Like, are you going? And people know who you are. Right. People want to talk business, shop, you know. And again, he's like, God, I, I, I talk enough baseball. I hope not. But it was... It was kind of fascinating. When Domino, when people do that to Chris, he just goes four zero four two three one one six eighty. My time's my time. Your time's your time. And then he walks away. You know what I don't? I admire that about you. you know what I, I tell people? You know what I notice? I don't have a headset on my head. Hmm. I don't believe this is the time I'm going to talk to you about any of this. He told me he thinks he could pitch for five more years coming out of the bullpen to get certain guys out. Now he's he's not saying he wants to. He's not saying he's going to. But he just in his mind. But it was real, and it's like Spencer Strider, man. When you get into stuff, Spencer Strider starts to lean forward when you're having a conversation. It gets pretty intense. Like it's like one of those where you go, "Listen up, I'm about to tell you something." And Spencer Strider said, "I had no doubt Charlie was coming back. The guy's going to play until." And then he said, amending the statement, "As long as he's breathing, he's going to keep playing." That's what Spencer Strider believes about Charlie Morton. Maybe you're right. Maybe he will know. keep pitching. I would. Just keep going. It's hard to walk away, man. Twenty million dollars. What would your wife say? Oh, I thought you were going to be home with the kids. They call with a $20 million offer. Keep playing. Yeah. As long as they're willing to pay you. I'll take care of the kids. Go out there and do the rest. And You, you, can, talk- pay, you can pay for a nanny is what you can tell that is That is very true. And we talked about yesterday the Jackie Robinson statue. So ridiculous. Disappearing. Just the feet were remaining Anus. in Wichita, Kansas. I guess some arrests are going to be lined up. They've got camera footage, you know, surveillance, if you will. And the statue, though, is just bits and pieces now. Charred remains of the statue. Who does that? What kind of a human being does that? So can I make a recommendation? And this is, again, I don't have a law degree. I'm certainly not a judge. I'm not sending you to jail immediately. We're going to figure out what it is you need to do to start. You want rehabilitation? I don't think you're going to get it if you just go to jail. So I'm going to teach you something. We're going to send you. I don't know where it is, though. 
Where are we going to send you to let you know that what you I, did I is... I say you pull a Ving Rhames. You did that to the statue, we're going to get some pliers and a blowtorch. Bing Rain said, "We're gonna cut these people. Fiction. We're gonna cut yeah, these punch people in this place. right off their ankles. No, we're just gonna oh. leave some marks on your body. What if we actually cemented these people to the ground? And somebody said, "Hey, you know what, family members, you can have them, but you got to get them out of this. You know what they're gonna do? Saw them off at their ankles. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like the movie Saw. I never saw one. Yeah, they get placed in all these different predicaments. Oh, that's bad." Does anybody get a saw in the eye? They're, they're bad people placed in predicaments. Oh, I'm good with that. So they, they kind of sort of get what they deserve. Oh, bad according that. to Jigsaw. So what if you, again... Who are you to judge, Jigsaw? What if you put these people, instead of like a, a stockade, what if you actually cemented them where it's you can't get the whole thing up, so your family has a choice? We'll let you go home. They got to get you out of this. Don't you think at that point you get what you deserve? I you just break the cement. I, I just, I, I don't think it's going to stand up in a court of law, but I understand what you're saying. I can't send you right to jail. You've got to learn a different kind of lesson. Because the, uh, these are clearly a basket of deplorables. I know down the hall. <laughs> An amazing fact in the middle of a not so amazing year for this local product. We'll talk about that next on Domino and Cellini, the fans, 680 and 93.7 FM. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words. It's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. 